going to call names, but I remember a dude hosting. He used to host pretty regularly in Canada, hosted a show, and there was a girl in her, and her man in the front row. And basically, you know, he was kind of flirting with her, but it's classic host shit. Yes. And he brings up the next comic. And the green room and the bathroom were not far from each other upstairs. Mm -hmm. This girl goes upstairs to the bathroom, sees the host. The girl that was sitting down. Sitting down with her yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucks her. Whoa. Remember, this is a seven-minute set now. Whoa. Okay. Fucks her. In the time frame of seven minutes. Yeah. Finishes. Yeah. In time to go down. And pull take a dude off stage. What? And this girl goes and sits right back there. What? With her man like she didn't do anything. What? That's epic That's shit. when I knew I was in the... <laughs> I was in the right business, bro. Damn. I, I can't believe what I just saw. Wow. That's a lot of pressure. That's that is a lot of pressure. Because to be in the in it, but you know you got to finish, it's like, come on, man. You know how trifling that is, though? <laughs> I'm not, I, I, like, first of all, from his perspective, that's Damn. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah. From, from, from a dude's perspective, just thinking about women, yeah, that's, that's trifling. That's scary. Because this dude didn't even know. Damn. And he just hosted the show. Damn. He didn't even he didn't he didn't blow up her spot. He didn't even, He left them the hell alone. And he didn't that. give any indication. Like if you were there, you saw it. But he didn't give any indication. Of wow. And she just sat beside him like it was nothing. She could be somewhere telling the same story from her perspective right now. So I went to a comedy show. Yeah, so that's why that's why when I get if I get screwed over by bookers yeah. or promoters, I'm like, yo, there's real life happening. Yeah. In, in the yeah. streets. Right, right, right. So that's wild. That was in Canada to get down like that in Canada. I like how you guys always say that. I don't know, because we don't know. It's Here's, a big deal to America. We always wonder how it's Canada, because we always hear we're similar in ways, but not so much in others. How far do you think Canada is? It's right up the street. It's it's attached to you guys. Yeah? Yeah, they do get down like that in Canada. Unfortunately, uh -huh. unfortunately trifling's everywhere. Yeah. So <laughs> it's also north of the border, too. So was there was it a culture shock when you came here, or did you just kind of like, hey, it's damn near the same, same shit? I wasn't a culture shock, because... Mm -hmm. I knew being in this game that if I'm going to get anywhere yeah. in this business, yeah. I had to come here, sadly. At what point in your career did you decide to come to? I've always known because I know how low the ceiling is in Canada. See, mm. in Canada, um, they're, they're, I don't want to say the gatekeepers, the powers that be in Canada, mm -hmm. the people that are in position to put you on certain platforms, mm. um, they really control the narrative of what audiences should see. Gotcha. On television, at shows, they dictate that. Right. So black people in Canada, mm -hmm. unfortunately, don't get the shine they should. Mm. No matter how talented they are, no matter how funny they are, they don't get that shine. Man. They just don't. And the ceiling is super low. Wow. So we always know, we've always known that in order, depending on what your goals are. Right. If you're trying to, if you're doing comedy as a hobby, you're just doing it to pass time. Or if you're comfortable saying, you know what, I just want to get in this business to make 250 grand a year. Mm -hmm. I just want a television show in Canada, whatever. Then you could stay there, and if you could conform to how they do comedy, that could happen for you. But if you're trying to be a name right. in this business, or you're trying to really make a living, right. you're not going to do that in Canada. Gotcha. Because there's no television shows for us. Gotcha. There's no. Um, it was you know there's only one urban show. Yeah, it was like there was a uh, what was a uh, a BET Canada. No, there's, there was one. There was first of all the BET in Canada doesn't even show the real BET. What? When what y'all watch? When the Wire was on here, yeah, we weren't watching the Wire. We were watching, you know, reruns of videos. Damn, we don't get the same programming. But there's one all black show, comedy show in Canada. Okay, it's called the Nubian Disciples of Prior. The Nubian Disciples, Disciples of, of that's a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> we call it, to short it, we call it the Nubian show. Okay. And it was started by a dude named Kenny Robinson. That's our Fat Tuesdays. Gotcha. That's our Chocolate Sundays. Gotcha. That's that's the only platform wow. in all of Canada. Wow. That show's been sold out for over 20 years. Wow. Last Why Sunday. is it always like that, though? The black shows that sell out and hey. do the best... Just kind of stay because there. Because people like seasoning on their food. Yeah. <laughs> All the time. 
People like Anywhere. seasoning on their food. Right. They don't like eating the same bland shit. Right. right you know, right. sometimes sometimes a little flavoring is good. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you should put sugar in your Kool-Aid. Yeah. Tastes Just better. saying. Tastes but, better. And, and it baffles me because I was watching the, the um, I was watching the uh, documentary of Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure we'll see a Chocolate Sundays yeah. uh, documentary soon. Oh, yeah. But it all reverts to the same thing. How... Mainstream clubs didn't believe that black people or black comics right. were a fit for their room. Right. But then it turns out that, okay, black people get tired of sitting there waiting their turn. They go over here, start something that right. becomes iconic. Right. Right? Everybody was at Fat Tuesdays, apparently. Mm. It turned into a movie. Celebrities would fly in for this. Right. This was the, the show right? Right. at the Comedy Act Theater, right? And then it came, then Fat Tuesdays came to the comedy store. Yep. But the story is always the same. Yep. And I and it's funny because I was watching, I'm like, yo, this is Canada in a yep. nutshell. Wow. It's always the same. They don't think we're good enough to be in on in a mainstream show. Yeah, it's funny it, you say that because a lot of times the comedians that kill at those shows won't be there some of the other nights of the week. And I'm just kind of like, how does that happen? They think, <laughs> they think, you know, maybe ethnicity is too much. Yeah. But this is what I'm saying. You can't dictate to people what what's funny. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't laugh at what you laugh at. Yeah. And what you don't laugh at what I laugh at. Yeah. Comedy is subjective. We laugh at what we all find different things humorous. So to say that, you know what, I don't think these types of people or these types of jokes work in my club is ridiculous. Right. Right. But every one of those documentaries, the narrative is the same. Right. You don't think black people are funny right. or not funny. You don't think they're good enough for your room, mm -hmm. but then their night. When you give them a night, Kills. their night becomes the most iconic <laughs> yeah. night in your room. Right, right, right. Everybody wants to be a part of that night. Right, right. It's all so, politics and stuff, man. So so for the people that don't know, I mean, you know, I, I came to Vegas. You were one of the first people that I kind of clicked up with mm -hmm. and became instantly cool with. You know, I thought you were down to earth. Oh, this brother's just real. You know, it. I've been vulnerable with you and just kind of talked to you about shit and, you know, vice versa. But, you know, for the people that don't know, you know, you've you've toured all over, bro. You've yeah. toured all over the world. You've been doing comedy how long now? 15 years. I mean, I mean, I, the credits just kind of continue to fall. We ain't got that kind of time. Wish I, had but, more. <laughs> Wish I had more. Right. Because the credits that the credits that you need now. Yeah. You need TikTok followers now. Yeah. You need, yeah. You need Instagram yeah. followers but now. But you on that shit too. You on your shit though too though. Yeah, bro. but those take you here's the thing. The, the thing yeah. about the thing about comedy clubs now, the world that we're in, and I mean, we saw this coming with the pandemic. Yeah. Right? The thing about comedy clubs now, and I say it to every comic, only two types of comics get booked now. Mm-hmm. The comic that puts people in seats mm -hmm. and the comic that bookers like to drink with. Those are the two comics that will, if you're one of those two types of comics, you will mm. always get booked. Mm. Always. So if you could have followers on Instagram, you could have followers on TikTok, but if those followers don't translate to ticket sales, right. no one cares. Right. You see a lot of that. And that's the sad reality. Yeah. There are guys who have 300K, right. 400K followers on TikTok. Right. But if people ain't, if those 300K ain't coming out to, to see you. Right. Still gonna be fun. All this shit here. Yeah. You could, so you could shake your ass, <laughs> dance, do all the trends you want on TikTok. Right. If it doesn't lead to people going, I wanna see that guy live. Right. No broker gives a shit about your Instagram right. or, or TikTok. Right. What do you think has made you successful in being able to do both? I was a comic before I was a social media guy. Yeah. I started, I started when. What's your following at now, by the way? On, I don't even use TikTok no more. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, it's like almost at 200K. Nice. But um, I was Let a Let me borrow five. <laughs> I hope those five will come see you. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> for me, I started... See, I was a DJ first. Okay. And I came I was up, just about to ask, who was Trix before you were a comedian? I was a DJ Trix. first. Okay. And I came up in the era... What about your job? What no, was my work? job DJ. DJ. You didn't want like club, a supervisor club. at Walmart or nothing? No. I mean, okay. I mean, obviously I had those jobs when I was like super young. Yeah, yeah. I never kept any of them. Yeah, yeah. I've done them all. Call centers. Okay. Uh, you want a call center liner? That's funny. Man, that didn't last long. That didn't last long at all. As soon as I heard one complaint, I was like, "Get the fuck out!" Right, of here. right, right. I'm complaining to me because they added a quarter to your bill. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. Right. This, is not, this is not for me. I hated having a boss. Right. Um, you know, I worked at water parks. Water park. You can swim. No. Oh shit! <laughs> I worked at concessions and shit. I think I was. I think I worked a water park job for like a week. 
guys. Um, I've had jobs, but yeah, I hate I hate having a boss. Yeah. So DJing so, is what took off and allowed you to be independent. And started out as an MC, club oh, okay. MC. Okay. The guy who's on the mic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Parlayed that into DJing. Mm. But that era, there was no. I came up in the era where there was no Serato. Mm. There was no computer that would mix things for you. Yeah. I came up in the era where you showed up with crates of records. Yeah. And your brand, your logo, sold you. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about. There was no Instagram. There right. was no social media. Right. You had to hand out flyers in the cold to get people to come to your party. Yeah. No kidding. It's cold to, too. You had to pick up a phone and call people. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I come from an era where. What you were playing kept people on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. You had to know how to call audibles. You know what I mean? <clears throat> it wasn't bottle service or just play the hits and we're all here to look important. No, it was like your skills kept people on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And you had to, and if you saw people kind of drifting off, yeah. you had to know what song to switch it back to to get them to come right back. And club owners watched that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I came up in that also in that era of comedy where Funny was what got you on stage. Right. Your talent got you on stage. I didn't care about no followers. Right. So I was, and I'm, I'm lucky because I got to see a portion of that era. Now we're in the era of TikTok and social media stars. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I came up in the era of, yo, like you need to be funny. So while you were DJing and you doing your thing, because DJs, I always kind of envy DJs, man. I was like, man, if I, should, I could, I always feel like I could DJ because y'all all seem like y'all got the coolest. Hey, y'all ready to have a good like time? You got the, y'all got the ladies, everybody making requests and shit. What made you decide I'm going to do something else? Because DJs kind of live life. Where the comedy come I've in? I've always wanted to be a comic. Interesting. Always. I used to watch, um, I used to watch Deaf Comedy Jams. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw Eddie Murphy, Delirious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic. And I sat there and I was like, yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah. Um, Deaf Comedy Jams, I used to watch like old school. When Martin. When Martin Chris was Tucker the host. and all of them. Bernie Mac. Seen all those guys. Yeah. When they were younger. Yeah. And I, was like, and I, remember, uh, I remember when Comic View mm, came to that Canada. That was my shit. <clears throat> they came to the Canada? <clears throat> back in the day, we never had BET like you. Right. So our... Def Jam. Yeah. We had to like wait for our friend to go visit cousins yeah. in the States yeah. and record them on a VHS wow. and come back over the border. What? And then like they would show up at your house. Y'all had the smuggles. Yeah. So we'd have like, we would, we'd like, yo, did you get the Black did, you, did you record? You got the stuff? Yeah. And they would have a, v, a VHS or two what? VHSs of wow. all Def Jam episodes. Wow. And we'd sit there and go, like, this is the greatest thing. Because right. we didn't have nothing like that. And we'd sit there and be like, yo. They deprived y'all. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Wow. So I was like, bro. You knew it. I want to do that. So so DJing, you're doing that. You're successful at that. Do you just say, hey, I'll try a mic? Or how does that, how does that even I transition? Afraid. I was afraid to stand, do stand-up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I was afraid because, you know, DJing is different. DJing, mm-hmm. you're, 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 you can hide behind the music. Of course. Of course. <laughs> you can hide behind the booth. Right. You could hide behind the mystique of the DJ. Yeah. But stand-up, it's just you in the crowd. Right. It's just you and them. And you'll find out if you're funny or not. So how'd you get your ass on the stage? Um, <clears throat> I was DJ. I was DJ yeah. at a spot called Havana and mm-hmm. it turned to Flirt. Okay. Flirt Lounge. And that was a spot for us. And I was the the resident DJ there. And this football player, uh, he used to play for the CFL. Okay. Uh, his name was John Avery. Mm-hmm. And he was he was good. Yeah. US cat. And he was super funny. Yeah. A lot of charisma. He used to talk about doing stand-up and he used to talk about doing open mics. And he did it. And he used to come in there, man. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm trying to be a comedian, blah, blah. And after the after we DJ, I would always crack jokes with the staff when we were gonna get paid. Yeah. And I would make him laugh. He's like, dude, you gotta do you, mm-hmm. you gotta do stand-up, man. Right. So one day I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, I've always wanted to do it. Yeah. I'm getting older. Yeah. I was in my 20s at this time. Yeah. I was like, you know, I, I should just do it. Right. Whatever, whatever happens, happens. And I was encouraged by the whole staff. And I remember, you know, there was a, a line you called yeah. at, at uh, Yuck Yucks okay. in Canada. There was a line you called. Comedy hotline. Yeah. So you call the line. <laughs> okay. Leave your name and yeah. your number. And then you call the next day, the night of the show. Before three, you call and then it, it like a, somebody just says the lineup gotcha. on an answer machine. You find gotcha. out if you were on the lineup. Gotcha. It was just that simple. It's a lot of anticipation. First time I ever <laughs> called, I got on the show. Oh shit! So all, all what the, were they basing this off of? Just random people? Yeah, because okay. open mic. Right. right. Okay, so gotcha. You gotcha. Call, gotcha. 
Uh, and you know, you, you, you hear your name, Charlie Wilson, yeah. Trex, then name yeah. the lineup, in order of when you're going up. Gotcha. And I remember I told everybody at Flirt Lounge, and they were like, you do stand up? Yeah. They all came. Yeah. I was terrified that night. Yeah. Cause I, go, I, I was like, this is it. This is it. If I suck here. Yeah. And I'm not supposed to be a comedian. Yeah. You know, that's classic comedians their first time. They, right. always, they, they, they act like their first performance is like the performance. Right. I walked in there. Dude on stage is bombing. I was like, oh, now you sweating like a stomach bubble. All my friends, all my friends are there. Well, everybody, hey! I'm like, oh lord, how would I get my, like? Because now there's no, there's no turning back now. Yeah, and the funny about thing they ticket. I didn't write nothing. Damn, I didn't write nothing. I'm like, this is gonna be sheer, yeah, personality up yeah. there. Yeah, I went up there, and I remember, I remember the act. Some dude read his jokes off of paper. Mm-hmm. He left the paper up there. Yeah. So my so I went up there and made fun of that dude. Mm-hmm. My whole set. Yeah. And people were dying. Yeah. It was all off the top. Yeah. So it wasn't even. I was basically. I was like a freestyle rapper. Right, I was right. up there, <clears throat> killing. Yeah. And the mistake with that though. Yeah. When you kill too early like yeah. that, in your career, you start to think. You start thinking. <laughs> You start thinking you're, you're yeah yeah. You're, you're I'm a natural. Prior. I got this. Yeah, this all this time. Yeah. And I remember I was a gas yeah. dude. Yeah. Um, my then first, you get humble. Yeah. Oh, I got my humble. Yeah. I got my act right. Everybody gets act right yeah. in this game. And I remember, um, you know, four or five weeks, I was like killing. Yeah. With with random, just garbage raw yeah. Yeah. jokes. Yeah. And um, the humble came. A month in. So, every, you know, everybody thought I was the guy. Yeah. So this one dude was like, yo, I'm putting on the show and I want you to headline it. And I was like, God damn right. You <laughs> Say less, of course. <laughs> oh, I need you to do 15 minutes. Right. And, you know, to me, I was like, the funny thing is when you're young in comedy, yeah. you think the longer you get, you're the man. Right. But you don't realize you need to have 15 minutes yeah, of material. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking 15 minutes on it. All right. Come on. So, you know, I remember that show very well. And uh, a drop-in came in. One of Canada's big stars showed up. His name was Jerry D. Big Canadian star. Mm. Yeah, he's going to do time before you. And I was like, why? Right. (laughs) I can't go after him. Yeah. I'm month in, bro. Right. Yeah, but if you could follow, people were gassing me. If you could follow (laughs) this guy this early in your career, I mean, that's going to put you on another level. Not listen to that dumb shit. Uh, <laughs> now watch this dude go up there and destroy. <laughs> just a veteran. Right. Murder. I'm talking, you ever, you ever see somebody yeah. murder? Right. And you're right. next, and you're like, right. You're like, wow. You're, and you start pace, classic oh, pacing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And our show, though, you know, our show, we see that all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, you yeah. know. You know, now I know how to ride a wave. Yeah. So now that doesn't scare me. But yeah. come on, a kid who doesn't know nothing. Sure. You know, so now everybody's like, Trix is going up. Yeah. All my my so-called minion fans yeah. were like, yo, Trix is going up. Yeah. This is the guy. And the guy who put on the show, this guy's talking about yeah. the worst thing that could ever happen. He's Oof. sitting in the audience with everybody. He, right. he brought everybody. Right. Yo, this guy I'm talking about. This guy right here. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And you know it in the first 10 seconds. You know it. <laughs> Did I? Humble ain't even the word, bro. Yeah. Like, it was the first joke. Crickets. <laughs> Second joke. Crickets. You drowning. You drowning. This is how you know you're drowning when you when you bring your closer out three minutes in. You're like, okay, let me bring the, the closer. Right. I didn't want to do it now. Then the closer come out and that don't work. You're like, oh my god. Oh. How much time I got left? And, and you should. And this this is what hurts the most when the dude yeah. that was just bragging about you. Right. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't you see that happening, your soul breaks. <laughs> he, he, he gave me one of these. Oh, snap. And I'm just, right. I didn't even do the 15. Damn. I didn't even do the 15. I'm like, God, off and like, first of all, you know you're doing bad when they take you off early. When yeah. They're, like, they're, like, they're, they're, they're waving <laughs> lights at you. Like, there's a club light, and then there's four people with phones right, going like right, this. Right. And it's supposed to be five lights. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just SOS your ass. So they, they were like, get off. I did eight minutes that night. Maybe seven, eight minutes. Yeah. Shamefully walked off. Yeah. And uh, the dude was hosting. He was like, yeah, uh, I don't know what happened there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the back just everybody looking at me like, 
Right. You know, and then you have that one Jeez. dude. You had that one dude that low key was happy that happened to you. Yeah, of course. You know, you ever know there's always one comment that's happy that happened. They come up, hey, what happened? Yeah. You're like, shut up, like you didn't see that shit. You know what happened. Leave right. me alone. Right. And I, I, I remember going home, deciding I didn't know if I want to do comedy again. Mm. Yeah, I had a couple of act rights. Wow. I had a couple of act rights. So, 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 so within that moment, you're kind of starting to do things. You had that opportunity. What was your biggest opportunity at that time? Was it a TV show? Was it a tour you got? You know, what was the opportunity that made you feel like, oh shit, this is some next level time? At what point in that? Because you've done great things. I got on a television show called Video on Trial. Okay. What the hell is that? Uh, Video on Trial is a show where. Um, uh, comics make fun of videos. Okay. Music videos. Uh, and I think there was a show like that in the States too. Yeah. Where it's just a panel of comics and there's a, a few video. shows like that. And, yeah, and they just, they just start <laughs> trashing the video. Right. <laughs> but that show was very popular in, 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 in Toronto. Gotcha. Canada, but Toronto especially. Gotcha. And I was the token black guy on it. Nice. So I got on that show. Funny thing is I got on that show before I was a, before I was a comedian. What? So hold on. Which so, is weird. So hold on. This was before you did all this shit? So when I was a DJ, wow. I got on the show. Wow. But once I became a comedian, the jokes were, gotcha. they, they, they put me on more. Interesting. And I became the token black dude. So gotcha. everywhere I went, everybody knew who I was gotcha. because of that show. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And gotcha. that was monumental for us because I remember, you know how I knew we were we were stars? Yeah. Because um, it was on Much Music. Much Music is the Canadian version of MTV. Gotcha. And, much uh, Music. Much Music. Okay. Pretty much MTV. Yeah. And uh, they had their, their music awards. And uh, they invited us. Okay. The cast. From the show. From the show. Yeah. And they made us walk the red carpet. Okay. And, bruh. Yeah. When you have people, oh my God, can what? you sign? Can what? you sign my Oh, you, you feel like the man that day, right? Bruh. I, I still got the picture. What? I remember walking. I was like, okay, maybe. <laughs> I, could, I was like, I could get used to this. A little overwhelming though, right? A little bit because you're walking the red carpet yeah. and then you're 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 seeing stars. Yeah. And and you're and they're looking at you as a star. Right. So I remember like, okay, I could get used to yeah. this lifestyle. Got a little piece of the light. It was good. And, and then, then you it, start doing comedy. Yeah, I was doing comedy. Gotcha. It wasn't hard to get people to come to shows. Either. Yeah, you was already the man around town. You know, tricks from video on trial. They yeah. pushed it. I used to do mad colleges. Gotcha. Mad colleges. And uh I was a rock star, bro. Like wow. just for that split second, I was a rock star. I remember wow. one one uh, university called Brock University. Yeah, uh, Frosh Week. We, you know, when you go back to school. Yeah, I don't know what it is in the states, but in in, in Canada, it's called Frosh Week. Okay, when when the students are going back to school, gotcha. and uh, they do a comedy show the first night of school, and you know, you got everybody goes to the show, and they're like, "Yo, tricks from video on trial," and <clears throat> another one of the main dudes. Man, that lineup. Yeah, that was the first time I ever saw a lineup of students like wrapped around the building. Wow! For us, right? You know, we walked through. They brought us through the crowd to get to our dressing room. People were yelling. Wow! I, I was looking around. I felt like Feeling I like felt Chris like Breezy out there. Just a little Bieber, bro. <laughs> little Bieber. Just a little Bieber. I'm walking <laughs> yeah. around. Oh my God! Right. They're here. Right. And I was like, I could get used to this. Yeah. Yeah, but then the show. So you had the bug at that point. It was only popping. So yeah. you obviously you became the man in Canada. You had your little thing. People knew where you were. What, what made I, you transition to the, you know? I'm gonna leave this and go do some new shit in the states. Obviously, but to, to make it and to have more opportunity. I, but I, a lot of people get comfortable right there within that. You know, I wasn't the man in Canada. I wouldn't say mm. that. Because there was there's so many dope comics in Canada For sure. that were doing bigger things than I was. Sure. Um, but what made me make the leap to the states yeah. was I knew this is where I had to be if I was going to go to any next type of level. Were you nervous thinking that went to the states? Yeah, because I mean that material in Canada we may not you know may not transcend as much. Or did you still just come here with confidence? So I started touring in the states before I moved here. Okay, gotcha. It took me two years to learn Vegas, mm. Vegas alone. Started joining- Came know, here first. I came here first. Interesting. Uh, I, I did like the World Series of Comedy. Okay. Certain festivals. Yep. And that opened the doors to playing clubs here. So I got to learn the, you know, the club system in the States and I got to refine my material mm. before I moved here. I didn't move here without a plan. Like I, I said, let me, let me work the States enough mm -hmm. so I so I can have the material that's universal enough to come to the States. Right. And then 
I decided I wanted to live in Vegas. A lot of comics aren't that strategic to kind of plan all of this kind of stuff out and do the, do the work and to do the groundwork. Yeah, but I know how hard it was coming here. Yeah. When I first came here, I remember I did North Carolina. I did a, was it Good Nights? Mm. I did well, mm. but, you know, the material wasn't what it is now in terms of it being universal enough for right. everybody. Right. You know, I wasn't doing African stuff. Yeah. I was doing, I was doing what I thought would work. Yeah, gotcha. You know. I think every comedian gets to that point where they tap into <coughs> themselves. They tap into that other side. Because I think for a, lot, a little bit, comedians do what they think is going to be funny. So that's why a lot of comics start to kind of have this little beat and pick up the same Kevin Hart, little antics and stuff, as you know, opposed to doing face, yourself. Facebook jokes. Yep. You know, I was doing whatever made people laugh. Mm -hmm. And until, you know, you come here and you start being around other comics. Mm -hmm. Got to tour with OG comics. Mm -hmm. Got to share the stage with comics that I love. Yeah. You know. By the way, who who? Like what comics have you shared the stage with stage with where you got a little nervous? Mm -hmm. like, oh shit, I'm looking forward to meeting this one. Cedric Entertainer. Say it. Tracy Morgan. Oh shit, shout out to Tracy. Michael Epps. Yeah, yeah. Epps still moving. Uh, Aerie Spears. Who else? Uh, I've met Chappelle, never shared the stage with him. Nice. Um Man, what? Yeah, I ran into Chappelle once in LA, the comedy store. <clears throat> I did. Donnell Rollins did a birthday show. I shared the stage with him. Oh, Donnell, yeah, same. He was one of the first he was opened up for in New York, where I started comedy at. And I had a similar experience like you, where, you know, you get to open up for this big show. Mm. Rip Michaels, uh, Donnell I know, Rollins. I know Rip Michaels. <laughs> yeah. So I get put on this show and I'm new as hell. Charlie Wilson. I'm Rip like, Rip Michaels? Wow. He's a beast. Yeah, he's a beast, bro. Oh, he's a But player. I got, I did okay. You know, but I still got humbled because Donnell kills, you know, Rip kills. This New York, I'm some new dude from dude, Louisiana, you know. Watching, watching Donnell. <laughs> Here's the funny thing. I remember yeah. the first time I ever did New York, yeah. Cypher Sounds. Oh, yeah. When he used to be on Hot 97. Yeah, yeah. He used to do. Um, Didn't he host a comedy show or something? He used to do like a show remember? called Don't Get Gassed. Okay. It was at a place called Comics mm -hmm. in the meatpacking district of New oh, York. Yeah. And I remember. Being thrown on that show, and I met Patrice O'Neill that night. Oh shit! And he sunned me. Yeah, I didn't really know who he was. I'm a kid from Canada. Yeah. So I I'm in the green room, <clears throat> and he comes in. You know, all the comics flock to him. Yeah. I remember Spank was there, one of the Plastic Cup boys. Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody. Spanky there. Horn, yeah. This guy's like, Patrice looks at me. He goes, um, "You going on tonight?" Yeah. I go, "Yeah." Where you from, man? Canada. Fuck Canada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just standing there like this. I'm just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I just have to take that, I guess. Because you don't make no money there. Yeah. This is a big dude. This is a big dude. You can barely fit in the chair. Right. <clears throat> you you don't make no money there. Yeah. I'm like, mm, he's right. I hate that he's right. Yeah. He's like, yo, man. And then, and, he, and then he just starts going into this tangent about Canada. He goes, <laughs> but you're going on tonight, right? Yeah. Who's after this? Who's after this nigga? I was like. I'm just standing like, who's, yeah. who's after this dude? It was another comic. He said, you better be funny. You're going after Canada. Yeah. And that night, that night I got a standing up. Oh, <laughs> shit. How dope was that? <laughs> I'll tell you. <laughs> Damn. I get, I get yeah. a standing O. Yeah. And I'm feeling myself. Yeah. But I'm still scared of this dude. Yeah. Other comic that he was talking to, mm -hmm. bombs. Couldn't follow it. Then Patrice goes, and he gets a standing O. Oh, shit. And he comes up to me. This is the last thing he ever said to me. I never saw Patrice O'Neill again. Yeah. He goes, all right. Hey, I'll see you with your little standing up. You know, you know, like, I can't oh, even get no, slap. I can't even get no love, bro. Yeah. I got standing up in front of you. You just right. dissed me. Right. You told me to go kill, I kill. Like, yeah. I see you with your little standing up. Yeah, right. yeah, you know, yeah, I'm gonna shake, he goes, I'm gonna shake your hand, but yeah. that <laughs> sound like him too, bro. He goes, that, like... that don't mean I like you. Yeah. And then he walked away and I never damn, saw him again. Damn. I was like, oh, legend man. for sure. Shout yeah, he's Definitely bro. Legend, watching that guy work, yeah. sitting in the room, yeah, yeah, as a kid from Canada, yeah, watching that guy destroy women. Yeah, I mean, destroy oh, their self esteem. He don't give a fuck. Yeah, he don't give he a fuck. He destroyed their self esteem for thirty <laughs> minutes. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, if I had said half the things he said, yeah. they, they would have hated me. Yeah. He's there ripping their souls yeah. apart. Yeah. By the end, yeah, they're all clapping. They loved him. I was like. There's such an art form to be able to do that. So I want to be like, who is that? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, you know who else massive. does that? Uh, Corey Holcomb. 
He will just oh, destroy. He don't give a fuck. He don't care. You're going to hear what you're going to Abortion hear. is good. He'll, yeah. he'll just come out and say some crazy. <laughs> I love Corey Holcomb. Yeah. 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 I never work with him now. I never met him either. But gotcha. He's, gotcha. Gotcha. He's a special... Yeah, special one. Yeah. So yeah, so you so you got a chance to work with some pretty dope people. Uh, and, and what about like some of these TV credits? Because once you get one, you see you're gonna get another one. But has there been any TV credits that made you feel like, wow, th this is dope. This is an accomplishment or something like that. Uh, Kevin Hart's LOL Network was probably the closest because it was part of Just for Laughs. Okay. So that how was, did that work? Uh, you basically were at Just for Laughs. Gotcha. And they filmed your set for his. For his I mean, I don't know what came of his network, but yeah. You know, just Kevin Hart's name at the time attached to it. You're like, for sure, God. so for sure, for sure. That was cool. Nice one. But I don't, I don't have any TV credits like that. I don't have um, no, you know, no Conan. Yeah. You know, no, uh, no late night credit. Not yeah. yet. So yeah. Yeah. I want a Netflix. Not maybe thing. Amazon Prime. Hey, something like that. <laughs> We're gonna get something popping up in this mug. We're gonna get something. I'll laugh there. after dark. You know what I'm saying? Laugh After the Dark hurt my feelings. They how did like, you How did you come to learn about Laugh After the Dark anyway? Well, it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I was uh, looking through Instagram. <clears throat> you, this is before the pandemic. Yeah. And you guys were doing your, your thing in LA. Yeah. And a couple, you know, Jack Jack Jr. Oh, yeah. And Big J. Yeah. Were doing tapings. And I was like, what is this Laugh After the Dark? I can do Laugh After the Dark. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, Jay, Jay did the classic comic. Thing. Oh, no, I'll put you I know you're good. I, I, I'll put you in touch with him. Never did. Bro. Then I saw you guys were coming to Vegas. Yeah. I was like, yo, Jay, they're coming to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, because the pandemic, we have to do our taping here. I was like, okay, uh, how do I get a taping? All right. And you know, Jay's like, you just submit. And I'll never I'll never forget. You guys gave me a, a nice little slice of humble pie. Ooh. You guys are like, yeah, uh, just submit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might say that's how Rob talks, but in my mind, that's how Rob talks. <laughs> Just a man. It's on the website. Just a man. <laughs> and we'll look at you in a tiny Oh, uh, it sound hard. It sound Beverly Hills. If you're a tiny piece of weather, I'll contact Kelsey. Kelsey yeah. will contact Charlie. <laughs> yeah. And we'll see if we'll use you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and yeah. I remember, I, remember I, I, I got uh, a date from you guys. And I, and to I'm, do a live show. To do a live show. Yeah. Uh, we're just going to see what you're about. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll just give you a 10 minute. It's not a taping. Yeah. You're not worthy of that yet. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to give you a little 10 minutes. And you're yeah. okay. Why you sound like a black ass Simon Cowell? That's, that's, like, that's Rob Like a me. Jamaican Simon Cowell. So. <laughs> when I first met Rob, I was yeah. like, what's up, man? He's like, who are you? <laughs> How do you do? Oh, you're Charlie's friend. <laughs> Can. That's funny. Can you please take the comedian to the dressing room <laughs> and take him to Charlie? No, no. And never touch me. Never touch me without me touching first. Pleasure. Kelsey. Pleasure. Kelsey, one of Charlie's friends is here. <laughs> Kelsey Kibar. Hello. Is this one of Charlie's friends? It must be really good for Charlie to continue with friends. Ah, that's funny. <laughs> That's funny, man. And then I performed, and then that, and then the, and then the black came out. When I yeah. finished, hey, hey, this shit, nigga, this shit. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I was like, what happened to your British accent? Right. I don't know. That come on, I don't know who you was. I know who you are now, man. Right. I'm just that's joking. dope. No, nah, no, nah, Kelsey Rob has always been good people. I'm fine. Love. So you performed all over the place, all over the place. How what, what was the different experience? I always like to ask, how was the experience coming in the uh, laugh at the dark? Because it's not a comedy club, and a lot of people don't know what to expect. What was your you know, kind of take on that and come and hit the stage. Your, your show's a night out. Yeah. I think that's a good thing. Definitely. It's a night out. Even when I'm not performing, I want to hang out there. Mm. It's got a vibe to it. The band. Ah, free my funk. Kelsey, Kelsey and Rob kind of created this environment where you guys don't sun comics. Mm. You welcome comics to be in the back of the room by the bar, watch our friends. You guys could easily have been assholes and been like, excuse me, are you on the show? Right. Okay, you can't be in here. Kind of a theater thing. Mm. But you, you don't. It's in a theater, but you don't create that theater vibe. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> it feels like you're in a comedy club, but it's not a comedy club. Yeah. It feels like it's a dope hangout spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get dressed up, get a few drinks, have some jokes, listen to good music, all compacted right. in one night. It's a vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. Yeah. That's what I like about Laughing for Dark. It's a, it's a vibe. A lot. It's cool hearing. It's cool being like at a show. Oh, you got in the intro trailer too. On oh, oh, no, that part, you were the chase, yeah. shout out to that, you know but what I'm saying? It's, it's really cool <laughs> listening to comments going, I'll be like, on Saturday, I'm like, what are you guys, what are you doing tonight? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, I'm just going to, I might go by Laugh After Dark, you know, just hang out. Yeah. And it's, and I think that's dope that yeah. you guys created that 
like a Saturday night spot yeah, yeah. for comics to go see that and be like, you know what? I want to be on that stage so bad. Yeah. You know, it's a great stage. Yeah, my DM's full. This has got to be what, like, just all the, oh, I wouldn't the bad you. chicks. It's crazy. I wouldn't want to be you. Bro. At all. It's insane. Yeah. Hey, I'm, what's up, bro? See, what you're up, nice. I'm not nice. I'm yeah. a mean guy. I'm like, yeah. listen, uh, I have no problem being like, listen, bro. Mm -mm. Right. You know, I can't have you on the show. Right, right, right. I would be the British dude. <laughs> <laughs> I would be Rob's, uh, hello, who are you? That's amazing. Yeah, no, it's all on me. What's your name? I don't like that name. I don't think we'll have you on the show. Come yes. back with a better name. It's been crazy, but you know, we've been fortunate that the Vegas community has kind of embraced what we've been doing and the locals Which have been I coming love. out, the comedy, the comedians have been respecting you know why? what we're doing. Because yeah. your show, because it's a good show. Yeah. It's not an open mic. Yeah. And it's not, uh, like you have to earn a spot on that show. Yeah. And once you're performing Saturday night in Vegas, in a venue like, like that, in that kind of in that kind of caliber show, it means something to us. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a dope vibe. Oh, for sure. And I love that you got the audience. The clientele is dope too. Y'all yeah. don't. Put, there's no riffraff in the audience. It's yeah. like people feel like they got their money's where they came out. They're being introduced to comics, which mm -hmm. is dope. Mm -hmm. You. What I love about Laughing the Dark the most is y'all don't rely on big names to pack your rooms. Yeah. Like you, it's not like come see. Dave Chappelle right. and these other motherfuckers. Like, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah. It's come see a good show. The lineup <laughs> almost doesn't matter. Right. People are in love with the brand. And I've always respected that. Once you can create that where it's not relying on the names of the comics, right. you have a great, you got something dope on your hands. Right, right, right. And that's what I respect about I, I still respect about Laugh of the Earth. But I respect you more if you guys give me a tape. I'm tired hey, of, I'm tired of begging. We working on it, man. I'm tired of begging. Working okay? on it. I don't know what I gotta do. <laughs> okay. Do I have to Intern, I'll intern. All right, cool. I'll be like the little white boy that get, like this. Get the wires, there. get these wires together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> is he, is he a comic? We got you, interns now. No, we got interns now. You're man. not a comic? I'm like, uh, I, I feel the comics do that shit. Like, oh, be, oh, be oh, helping shit. out with shit. I'll, I'll clean the camera lens <laughs> if, it, if it means five minutes one right. day. The shit comics do. Oh, yeah. That's I'll, crazy. I'll clean your toilets if it means five minutes one day. We'll do it, man. Come on, let's look at the store. That's yeah. all comics who work there. Yeah. The whole staff is comics. They support the whole club. <clears throat> All for that five minutes they yeah. want. Just that five minutes of stage time. Yeah. The shit we do for this shit, bro. What kind Come of, um, you know, turbulences have kind of, have you ever thought about like stopping and quitting? Have a lot of comments like, yeah, I almost gave up this year, I gave up that. Or have you always just been like resilient oh, yeah. and I got this? Or have there been any moments that made of you course. like- Of course. There's always, I've had, I've had a couple of moments. I had, I had one really dark moment in my life where I was like, you know what? It's over. But dark moments always show you three things. One, who you are mm. as a person. And that could be scary for some people because nobody likes to truly look at themselves. Yeah. Two, who was really in your corner. Mm. Like who was really in your corner. Yeah. And three, those people that were in your corner were some of the people that you took for granted, mm. which sucks. Mm. So. <clears throat> Message. I find that... Um, Turbulence only adds to the journey. It makes the journey better. If you don't have a journey, then you don't have a story. If you don't have a story, then what are you really doing on stage, right? So yeah. I, I've had my moments. Nice. So <clears> what's the moments. what's the end game? You want to just tour? You want to continue being doing comedy and you know hitting stages, or do you have uh, aspirations of you know doing more film? Or doing you know what more? I want, bro. What do you want to do? How do you want to spend your days, bro? I would love to tour Sopsy theaters. I look, I, I wait for the day where a venue calls you and is like, yo, you gotta add another show, man. Oh shit. And shit sold out in 10 at minutes. At a theater. Theater, yeah. Man, shit sold out in 10 minutes, man. We gotta, yeah. we gotta add another show. That's when you're in your element, right? I there. love that, yeah. I love that. I would love to be able to tour with my friends. Yeah. I want my team to be my friends. Yeah. That's one of the things I admire about Drake. Yeah. Is his team is his friends. People that he, the, like the, the journey was started with them right. and they, they they climbed the ladder together and now they're reaping the rewards. I would love that. I would love the people around me to be people who I came up with, whether, yeah. you know, friends, family, whoever. I would love my publicist, my manager, my road manager, my stylist, right. my finance All manager, that come from within. Yeah. All within. Yeah. 
But again, you got to, it's a good community out here. When I see you out, when I see you socializing, you've got a good circle and you and the comics will go hang out. I've been invited to someone to get, get, get togethers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think, again, you got a solid, you know, network of people that are all, you know, seem yeah, to be pretty focused. Circle small, man. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I would encourage that. And we all want to be everybody's friend, but um, I'm fortunate. I'm fortunate to have certain people in my circle, certain people that I can call friends. Yeah. That's cool. Um, but I like people that encourage me. Thanks. I love I love being able to watch. I want to be able to watch my friend on stage, and like my my boy Landry. Mm-hmm. I, every time I watch him, I'm like, yeah, I gotta I gotta step my shit up. Yeah, and, and I love that encouragement. Yeah, I like seeing my friends win. Yeah, and if I, and I love being around people that motivate me to be better. Yeah, you know, I don't care if I kill every show. I always go back home and I'm like, nah, I could have did something better. Yeah, I could have wrote something better. I could have been better. I'm always looking for ways to be better. So facts. I like well, being go. I like being around people that encourage that, right? Or Spe- motivate that. Speaking of like, spending your time, you're busy on TikTok, busy on Instagram. You're mm. on stage, damn it, every night. We we live in the same you know building or whatever. Right. I see you all the time. If you know we cross paths, you you know you on your way out. I was feeling bad too. I'm like, I, I hope Charlie <laughs> doesn't think that. I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> We you know, always on the move. I, when, I, when I see you, my Uber's outside. Yeah. That's when I see you. It's never, I feel so bad. I'm yeah. like, try to, hey, what up? Hey, okay, yeah. all right, Trish. All the move. And I'm just like, man, I hope he doesn't think that, you know. No, no, no. But no, nothing. I, I, I totally get it. This is a, pro, a good problem to have, dude. I, but but I asked, I wanted to say it, not to cut you off, but what do you like doing when you're not doing it? I see you always on the move. <laughs> I saw yourself. But if you could have it your way, what would you like to do in your off time and your off days when oh, you're not on stage? Video games, man. Video games. Okay, okay, okay. PS4 some shit. Like what? Best PS5. moments during the pandemic when it started, when I was living in Canada. I was living in Canada in the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. I loved, Toronto. I was in Edmonton. In Edmonton, okay. I loved me, my boy Landry, his brother, yeah. a couple of friends, all online. Nice. What just, game? What game? We were playing Division Two, which was ironically about a pandemic, which wow. was hilarious. It's like we were, we were like we we're playing what's happening, right? But the jokes, the laughter, yeah. just you know the the the, the bond, brotherhood, yeah, the brother, the brotherhood on yeah, the, yeah. online, yeah, just laughing, just having conversations. Bro, that helped me out a lot too. That got us through the pandemic. Facts. I played with Big J, Iris J. We played Call of yeah, Duty. Yeah, I played Call of Duty. Yeah, Iris, he plays with Terrence. <laughs> And uh, um, Tony Baker, he had a big. No, group they're all terrorists. They're yeah. all terrorists. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not playing with any of them because yo, that's it, not was fun. it was serious. It was no, at least for us, it's fun. <laughs> you know, I don't like yeah. I don't like the, the, the game starting and, and then I die. Like, yeah, that's not fun. Okay, yeah. they're shooting you before you could even move. Right, right. No, these guys are assassins, and I'm not playing. Yeah, it's um, serious business. Yeah, see, that's ridiculous. Three o'clock in the morning, still playing, still I hate laughing. Call of Duty. Yeah, it, it's that and Halo have ended so many <laughs> friendships. Goldeneye, yeah. oh, all those games ended friendships. Yeah, I like Division <laughs> where we have to work together yeah. as a squadron yeah. for a common goal. None of this me against you shit. Yeah, Stop yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've seen. I've been, and, and then you're getting shot by eight year olds. I don't have time for this. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I like, video games are supposed to be fun. Right. They're not supposed to be. Like, I'm not supposed to turn off the computer or turn <laughs> off the PS5 and want to and want to strangle somebody. Right. right. Uh, I, you're not supposed to go to bed angry, Charlie. Right. right. That's not what it's for. Go to bed happy. <laughs> so I play with I play with my little click. <laughs> what ensures you going to bed happy? Is it playing your game time or a good show? Honestly, what gets you to bed happy? If I had a productive day, if I didn't do anything productive, yeah. If I I go through my day and I say if I didn't do something that should set me up to be better the next day, yeah, yeah. Then I didn't do. Feels like a waste of day. I don't want to waste a day. Yeah. I, I would, so video games is in there. Yeah. But I have to put out a reel. Yeah. Have to put out content. Yeah. I have to, you know, email, maybe even tweak a joke. Yeah. Something. Yeah. In that day. Right. I'm not saying I spend the whole day doing that, mm-hmm. but if I don't, if I don't do something that sets me up to be better tomorrow, then it was a waste of a day, and I hate wasting my days. Yeah. Video games comes when I'm done everything. Like right. when I'm like. I think I did enough today. Yeah, yeah, Let me go shoot people. Well, that's good, man. And I think, you know, we shouldn't waste a day. You know, we should always be maximizing our time. But I kind of have to be a little hard on myself sometimes, too. And also allowing ourselves as comedians that give our lives, we give our time, we give so much of ourselves, mm-hmm. we got to make sure we also can give a little bit to ourselves. So that's squeezing that time in the gym, squeezing yeah. that time to meditate, squeezing that time to pray. Well, do you do anything that helps you relax? Um, I admire you going to the gym because I, 
Live right across the street. I, I think I've been in there twice. <laughs> Yo, I waved at you. I'm on the Stairmaster. Tricks, I'm dying. Tricks. I think I, I used the Uber's outside for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I do not go in the gym. Yeah. The gym is forbidden territory. What do you do to relax? What do you do to uh, Honestly, self-care, would you say? A good movie. Yeah, yeah. I love um, a good movie, a dope television show. Yeah. Or, what do you watch? Um, I just finished watching the woman across the window from the girl across some long ass title. Like yeah, that. Netflix. Yeah, it was an okay show. Okay, okay. Uh, obviously, I binged Cobra Kai in like two days. Okay, okay. I got to get um, back on that. Ozark just finished. Ozark. Gotta catch the new season too. Uh, <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. Oh shit! Okay, Did you okay. watch Ozark? <laughs> Man. Okay, okay, okay. Better, okay, well, don't say nothing about I'm not Ozark. For nobody, yeah, but they okay. need to hurry up for part two, <laughs> um, season four. Hurry up, guys. Gotcha. Shows like that. I love a good thriller. Okay. I love a good whodunit. Gotcha. Um, another thing that relaxes me movie-wise is movies that I've seen before. Oh, yeah. So there are certain movies that I love watching. Yeah. I, I, like, I love watching Porky's. Oh, yeah. Porky's is... Yeah. I, I don't care. Yeah. It's old, but yeah. I don't care. Yeah. If I just because there are movies that make me laugh. Yeah. And I feel like every day you should like have a good a nice good laugh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know that laugh where yeah. you're literally wiping water yeah, out your yeah, eyes? Yeah, 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 yeah. I need that at least facts, once a day. Facts, so, Porky's, bro. Same. Same, same, same. Have you seen Porky's? Nah, it's classic. I, I know I, I know the name. It's like, I see like the, the band, I see the logo, but Listen, I, haven't seen, I don't think I've seen the movie. Some good- Now I gotta go find Good comedy shit. juices. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and, and other than that, yeah, like video games relaxes me too. I know something um, else that relaxes you and makes you feel good. Cause I like to consider myself being a foodie. So I know ooh, you like to eat too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right? Listen. We went out a couple of times and had some food. What, what, what are your, some of your favorite cuisine? What do you listen, like to eat? Listen, I love a good, why do you think I'm in New Orleans every month? Ah, that's right. That's right. You I'm stay in, in New Orleans. <laughs> I'm actually considering getting a, a place there. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm there every month. I'm like, I might as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, New Orleans. Okay. Better watching that. Those Louisiana women to snatch up down there too, bro. They cook for um, you. I'm like, I, I have a crush on one. <laughs> ah, yeah. She knows who she is. I'm not going to mention her. Okay, no names. I'll no, mention we, it to you afterwards. I'll show you. She's a comedian too. Oh, very shit. Funny. And she's very funny too. Oh. But the way she talks, the way okay. she tells stories. You know, I mean, you're you guys are Louisiana, yeah, yeah. So you know how they tell stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the most captivating storytellers I've ever heard. Yeah. But food there, listen, your your charred oysters. Let, let me explain. So, where's is where's the camera? Listen, yeah, right Vegas. Oh no, all that's you, your camera. All you that's your camera. High end restaurants. <laughs> yeah. That claim you're doing charred oysters. Yeah. The audacity of you. Yeah. Okay, New Orleans set the bar way too high. Wow, way too high. Once you've had charred oysters properly done, yeah. When you come back here, like, yeah, here's charred oysters. I'm like, that's not charred oysters. No, it's not. Don't, do that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, it's not. Right. It's New Orleans style. No, it's not. Right. 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 Once you've had gumbo in New Orleans, yeah, man. You're like, like, no, the real andouille sausage out there, or or um. You know, like, you know, they, they special Jambalaya, the po' boy, the beignets. I mean, there's well, so much. Jambalaya, I don't eat anywhere else. Yeah. Etouffee. But. Yeah. But I went to Dookie Chase's restaurant. I don't know. Dookie Chase is like a legend. That whole family is okay. legendary. You know, okay. <clears throat> the woman, she, she, she passed away, mm. but she's a legend. She She's the one that slapped Obama's hand oh, when Obama tried to put hot sauce in her gumbo. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, you don't need none of that in there. Uh, I remember hearing about that. The movie The Princess and the Frog, the Disney movie. Okay, yeah. Pr Princess and the Frog, when she's learning the recipe from the old woman, mm. that's that's the woman. Okay. I, iconic woman. Why? I went to her restaurant. Her family, it's all family run, family business. And you, as soon as you walk in there, you feel like you're at your auntie's house. Why? Just the way they... Sit you down. Come over here, baby. Yeah. <laughs> just sit down. You just feel yeah. like a little kid, bro. Yeah. Like, what you want to drink? That's the best part about Louisiana, man. You know, I'm from Louisiana originally, man. That's everywhere the... you go, every yeah. bar. Yeah. Every, love, everywhere man. you go, you feel like you're at your aunt's house. Yeah. Or you feel like you're at a relative's cookout. Right. Just even the open mics there, like the comics there. It's all love. I love New Orleans. Yeah. Just the vibe, the way people, you can meet a stranger and you just sit there. Yeah. Taking the stories, laugh, joke yeah. around. That's how life should be. Right. So, man, right. yeah. Uh, I was just about to ask, could, could you live anywhere else outside of Vegas? Would you move somewhere else? New Orleans. New Orleans, just like that. New Orleans. I know they, they get hit with a lot of tropical storms right. and stuff. That's when you come back to Vegas. You yeah. just got to be by coast. Make sure you something. have two spots. <laughs> yeah. When they say, when you know it's coming, like September, yeah. be in Vegas. Right. Come back to New Orleans October. But 
New Orleans is my favorite city in America. Nice. Hands nice. down. Nice. Bro, you've been focused. You've been driven. Uh, you do a lot of jokes about your dad. You know what I mean? I was, yeah, so my question was, who, who inspires you? Who, 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 who is it that motivates you to do all of this? Is there a correlation there? <coughs> Porn. Or is, okay. All right. You can I'm do joking, that too. I'm Rob. You can cut, <laughs> you cut that out. You can do that too. You can do that too. <laughs> Comedy led me to that. Oh, that's another story. Yeah. Comedy joke. led you to porn. Bro. Talk to me. <laughs> how does that How does that go together? <laughs> and I tell them, I'm not gonna tell the story. No, we got you. Never gotta talk about it now. I'll give you the short version. <laughs> I'll give you the short version. Of it. Um, it led to me meeting a couple of friends. Okay. That I film. Okay. But it's for a purpose. It's not just for my personal collection. Sure. It's you know they're professionals. Yeah. So I I. I kind of manage her OnlyFans. Oh, okay. I'll show it to you after. Yeah, I'm going to check that and out. Let's just subscribe. Her, her, yeah, page, her yeah. page is great. I need a free subscription. <laughs> and, and, I, and I produce content for, for her. Okay. But it's interesting because I, when I'm on my bucket list yeah. was to direct one porn scene. <laughs> oh, that was a bucket list. Thing. So you just scratch that shit off. Man. You know how nervous, you know how, okay, you know how nerve-wracking that is? It sounds and, like it. So, because how it happened, I'll, I'll, long story short, we yeah. met and we were talking and uh, I joke around a lot. Like, so if you say, yo, man, I'm about to go meet up with this shorty, Trees, yeah. I'll always be like, yo, man, if you need a cameraman, Charlie. I'm just joking. Right, right. I said that to her, and she's like, you're right, maybe you should. And I was like, what? Huh? What? 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 And she was like, yeah, I think you should film us. What? And I was like, is this a joke? This is a mean joke. Don't right. do that. Right. Next thing you know, you over there, like, the first time I was, I was like, this is the, this is your moment. And then what? the first time I was like, oh, and I had to direct. What? And you know, when you when you when you're in your daydreaming phase, where you're like, yeah, right. man, if I ever, this is what I'm gonna do. Right. I'm gonna set it up like this here. Right. And then when it comes, you're like, ah, right, crickets, <laughs> hug each other. I don't know what I said. What? I said some dumb shit. What? <laughs> but how yeah. do you just direct some shit with no directed experience? Oh, now what are you saying? I'm Spike Lee. I'm, I'm, I'm like Spike Lee now. What? Listen, the light ain't perfect. Hey, turn the light down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should see me. Arch like, your back. Arch your back. Go in there and shave one time. What I need is your face tilted this way because the fans going to direct yeah. their attention. You just, I'm, I'm wow. like a soldier now, wow. bro. Wow. I am the I am the Martin Scorsese. Wow. Wow. Oh, Quentin Tarantino films. of the point of this dude. Now there ain't no blood in there. <laughs> Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> <laughs> not that kind, not that kind. All right, after you, after you give him some heads. You see some choking. Shoot the bitch. Choking. Shoot her in the head. Let the blood <laughs> fly all over the screen. That's Quentin Tarantino. I'm not Quentin Tarantino. Right, right, Yeah. Wow. And, now, and then a moose going to come in, and, uh -oh. then, and there's going to be dialogue for 20 <laughs> right. minutes. Okay? No nothing. Just I want you to stand in front of each other naked, yeah. and, and, and there's a dialogue for 20 seconds. Yeah. The moose is in there for, for artistic effect. Yeah. Studio. So after the first one, she was like, why don't you come back? Bro. I'm good now. Wow. I, have, I even have a I even have a, a porn director name. What? What's the porn director name? Lay it uh, up. It's, it's Joseph Spreadham. What? Joseph, Joseph Spreadham. Oh yeah. shit, that's tight. That's tight. <laughs> Joseph Spreadham. My mom ain't gonna see this, right? Uh, she might. She yeah, hey mom. Whatever. I told my mom. Yeah, yes, yes. My mom sneaks in the show. Spread so I told my mom, <laughs> if you ever come to a comedy show, <laughs> don't tell me. Right. Because I'm not censoring myself. Right. My mom sat in the audience one time. Why do you say all those things? <laughs> I'm like, no, I told you, I warned you. Right. And I'm gonna talk about you too. Because right. you hit me when I was a kid. I told you revenge. A lot of your material comes from, from your family. Mm -hmm. Did you start using it early on or did Take your no. minutes, start using family. OG comic was like, one time I um I did my dad in an act. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, forget all that other shit you were doing. Mm. You should do more of that. Yeah. OG said that. And when OG talks, you listen. Yeah. <clears throat> you won't get it at first. It, he's like, he, and he did it like, you know, like almost like a Jedi master. Yeah. Yeah, all that, all that Facebook shit. Mm. Dating, all that shit ain't funny. Yeah. Fuck all that shit. That shit about your pops. Yeah. Do that shit. Yeah. I wanna, as a matter of fact, next set, I challenge you to do the whole set about your father. Man. I'm telling you. Yeah. Didn't listen to him for a year. Wow. Then when I started doing it, he saw me again. What yeah. I tell you? Yeah. What I tell you? See that shit? That's the shit. Them OGs always have a way. They be they so know. spot on with this shit. He yeah. was like, that's the shit that's going to break you. He go, I bet you yeah. that shit break you. Yeah. I bet you if you ever get a television show, yeah. it's, it's going to be because of that material. Because that's, that's the realest version of you. Nice. We're learning about you. That's nice. your that's your pops. Nice. I want to hear about your your take on Tinder. I don't give a fuck about Tinder. Do you yeah. feel like your parents are, are proud of you now? My mom is, yeah. Mom is, yeah. My dad's never seen a show. Wow. Never but seen my, a show. My mom, my mom, yeah. My mom's like, I didn't know. 
I didn't know you had all these fans. You know, my mom thought, you know, obviously when you have African parents, they want you to be a doctor, of lawyer. Of course, of course. They Where are the want... benefits? Yeah, no benefits, yeah. Can you clean your teeth from coming <laughs> in? Can you, you got dental? <laughs> no, but now my mom sits in a show. Everybody's there for me. She's like, I didn't know you had so many uh -huh. fans. That's my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's proud. Problem. My dad came to one of my first shows. I had to go to Shreveport, Louisiana, and do a show, but he came out there for the first time. Yeah, what did he say it was, to you? It was crazy. What it was his first you? time seeing it. People coming out for me. He was, he was, he was proud. But I don't think he was as proud then as as he is now that he follows my Instagram. Well, you're on TV now. He follows now. my Facebook. Now he sees it all happening. I was telling you, parents are funny. Parents <laughs> are trip. When you're first doing, when you're at your open mic stage, yeah. parents are like, "This is some bullshit. What, what, right. Kind, right. what kind of nonsense is this, man? Yeah. Won't you be a doctor? Right. As soon as they see you made it or you're doing something good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they talk about you at the cleaners now. Yeah. <laughs> that's what isn't that your mo of parents? They just yeah. want they just want something they can show off to their yeah. friends about you. About. Yeah. That's what that's what it is. Right. They can't brag about a comedian, a failed comedian. They yeah. can only brag about a star. So. Yeah. Shit yeah. ain't easy. Shit ain't for the weak, man. Um, no, any advice you give to a, a comic who is just getting started? A, you know, ready to make this career change themselves and trying to... Don't change your career. <laughs> Stay where you at. Don't give in your notice at your job. Yeah, yet. it's a marathon. No, honestly, I, I say this to every comic. I say what a comic told me. A comic told me that you're never going to... You're not going to get famous tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You need to understand that. If you're coming into comedy, you're not going to get famous tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So while you're doing it, have fun. Yeah. Like, enjoy it. Embrace all the the highs and lows, but enjoy it. Have fun. Right. <clears throat> Don't buy into this whole comedy's not a team sport. It can be. Mm. Look at Adam Sandler. Mm. That's look, at, squad. look at look at his squad. Look at right. look at uh Seth Rogan and his squad. Yeah. It can be a team sport. Yeah. But have fun. Enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Enjoy the process. Enjoy writing jokes. Enjoy failing. Yeah. And then going back home and reworking jokes, enjoy hanging out with comics, enjoy, go, enjoy going to mics, meeting new comics and getting on different stages, enjoy going to different cities. Yeah. Enjoy all of that. Enjoy the ride. Because it, you don't know, not, come on, let's be honest, how many people really make it? Right, right. Very you may not. Percentage. Right. You got to understand this, you're in a business where the, the odds of not making it are way more than right. making it. Right. So while you're doing it, just have fun. Right. So if you get booked on a laugh after dark, Enjoy that shit. Enjoy that stage. Right. Or any stage for that matter. Yeah. But have fun. Do not come into this this business like it's do or die, like you have to make it and right. and, and or or you or that's it. Right, right, right. Yeah, have fun. Okay. Man, in, in conclusion, I gotta ask you two good questions. Celebrity crush, Ooh. dream car. Celebrity crush, dream car? Mm -hmm. Dream car? I'm not really a cars guy. So give me an Audi and I'll be like, well, I made it. Going with the Give Audi, you Gucci. Audi. Um, yeah, I, my dream car would be an Audi. I can see what Audi. Black out, Audi, you know what I'm saying? A black, brand new Audi yeah. leather, leather interior. Yeah. Audi. Nice. Um, <laughs> celebrity crush. Mm -hmm. A few. <laughs> you only get one? You only get one. Nah, you can, go to, you can drop Cri a few. Christina Milian. Yeah, yeah, she's bad. Always been. Christina Milian. She, yeah. she responded to me on Instagram. Oh! And, and I damn near, <laughs> I damn near, like I took a shower. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah nice. she, she's yeah. my celebrity crush. Dope, 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 dope man. Dope. All right, man. So I'm glad we got a chance to kind of kind of sit oh, down, man. I know you sure. probably got somewhere a show tonight, don't you? I do. Yeah, always it's busy. It's called Don't Talk. So See that? <laughs> All busy. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. Please let the people know uh, where they can follow because it's too many shows to be to be announcing. But if you're going to be getting these shows upcoming, uh, and, and of course, where they can follow you at. Um, follow me on Instagram at Comedian Tricks. Two X's. Uh, Comedian Tricks. Follow me uh, at just Tricks on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm always posting dates, going to different cities. I got, what I got coming up? Tampa. Tampa coming up. Nice. <clears throat> um, nice. Phoenix coming up. Nice. Minnesota's coming up. Hopping. Got some dates in Canada. I'm bringing the homie Carlos. Nice, nice, He's nice. going to do Vancouver with me. Oh, bringing Liz to, uh, to Edmonton with me. Shout Got out Calgary. to Liz, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's man. dope, man. I see you pull a lot of people kind of, you know, uh, that's within your circle kind of out and about to yeah, some of these I different Yeah, I got Jimmy McMurrin coming up. Him and Byron coming up. 
uh, they're coming with me to, to Plano, Texas. Nah, oh, and I, yeah. Man, man, that's my own neighborhood. That. I believe in that because yeah, yeah. I, I know how hard it was for me to yeah. get on right. get, or get in certain clubs. or So, you know, a lot of the OGs didn't take me on the right. road. So if I can, if I'm in a position to bring people on the road, right. yeah, I'd rather be my people's. It makes, it makes for a better weekend. Love it. Yeah. Dope comic, good person. Y'all seen it here, ladies and gentlemen. We got comedian tricks in the building. Y'all make sure y'all follow him, man, for all his upcoming shows, man. So glad you came out, famo. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I've been your boy, Charlie Wilson TV. It's been another episode of Do Tell with Laugh After Dark. Until Who next are you? time, we out. Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Did you like that? Come on, man. That was a good-ass episode, man. Look, I don't want you to miss out on the next one. Take a quick minute. Hit the subscribe button down below. That way you can get a notification. And you don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out. I'm looking out for you. <laughs> I'll see you guys on the next episode.